Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I just had such an amazing day with my family. Um, and working and thinking about you guys and what I want to talk about today. I'm going to be talking about making it rain. And I'm calling this episode, Make It Rain. (laughs) Because inside the coaching matrix, I'm going to be going deep into teaching how to make it rain, which is a blend of money mindset work and sales tactics and energetics. And I wanted to share some of the big ideas that I've uncovered and thought about as I'm preparing to deliver that training. Um inside the coaching matrix for the members there. But I do have seven big ideas that I want to share with you. And I just want to preface this with the importance of making money (laughs) and having a great relationship with money and having a great relationship with selling. When I got started, um, many of you guys don't know this, but I, um, well, some of you might, might, when I found coaching, I was in the middle of like scrambling for my family, trying to make money online. So I was selling things on eBay and um, doing VIP kid, teaching English early in the morning. I like flip things for Amazon, like all sorts of stuff um, to try to make money. And I even like studied how to monetize a blog, all sorts of weird stuff just to try to make ends meet. And when I found the world of coaching and online business, I got introduced to a man named Russell Brunson. And he has had a ton of impact on my business. Um, He owns a company called ClickFunnels. He has written books that I'm going to recommend here. The one that I recommend you read as a coach is Expert Secrets. I've read that book like four or five times. It's so good. Um, And he really taught me the power of being the entrepreneur that we we can make it rain as the entrepreneur. And so a lot of, you're going to notice, I'm actually going to credit him for a few of the big ideas I want to share with you. Um, But I love him and I recommend you check out his work because this idea was born from me taking into my own hands my business results. And that's something that I think a lot of struggling entrepreneurs um, hit a wall with is they don't see that they are the cause of their business. And it sounds weird or sounds, you know, kind of obscure to say in order for you to make money, you need to decide to, but truly this is the beginning. Like all of it comes down to a powerful decision to make money in your business. As a business owner, it's our responsibility to figure out how to make money. And so I think it is an essential skill set, an essential mindset to have is like, I know how to make it rain. And that's, that's uncomfortable if you don't have the rain coming in, right? So some of you, you're brand new in business and you're not making the money yet, but the identity shift happens first. And I want to reiterate that at every level, the identity shift, the I'm a six figure earner, I'm a seven figure earner, I'm a CEO, whatever shifts you're working through right now, all happen internally. Everything's created twice, once in our mind, once in real life. And we talked about that on the last episode with your entrepreneur imagination. The same is true with money and sales, right? We cre- we conceptualize it and we create it in our mind first before we ever actually get paid. And if you don't do that work um, enough, it can feel like making money is hard. And I want to offer that that's not a helpful belief um, for you as an entrepreneur. I have done a lot of work around money um, 
over the years. And it's something that I still do because, um, maybe you've heard the term new level, new devil, right? It's just another layer. Um, the more money you make, the more work I think that we unlock, which is perfect because entrepreneurship is like the personal development, um, course on steroids that we all want. (laughs) And so I just want to offer that no matter what level you get to, this work is relevant. Um, and if you are trying to make your first sales, I know that this episode is going to be helpful. If you're scaling to hundred K, this episode will be helpful. If you're trying to break through your highest income month ever, this podcast will be helpful. So I have seven big ideas that I want to share with you. The first one is love your offer. In fact, I would even put the word become obsessed with your offer. And this is something that Russell Brunson taught me is how to make a really compelling offer, um, And the, like the gut check that I always just ask my clients is like, would you buy this? Would you buy your offer? Would you pay the price for your offer? Would you be excited to tell, um, the person? Yes. If you were buying the offer, um, I think in the world of internet marketing and how noisy our industry can be, if we are tuned into it, I hope you're not tuning into the noise. I hope you're finding the stillness and the and the miracle that's available in your own business right now, it can be distracting to see all the offers that are going on. But what I'm way more interested in, we don't have to worry about who so-and-so is and what they're selling. Like, what are you selling? Do you love it? Are you compelled by it? Would you buy it? And if you if you can't answer that with a like, yes, like I love my offer, you're never going to sell it, right? You're, you're going to not want to talk about it. And so I would clean that up immediately if you're making offers or if you're, t- you know, if you have something that you think you should be selling and you don't really want to sell it, like it's not going to feel aligned. It's not going to inspire people to take action like we need to in order for this to work. And so the first big idea is like, do you love your offer? Do you, are you obsessed with it? Do you, could you talk about it all day? Are you excited by it? Are you compelled by it? Um, and that's something that I think is a constant work in progress. And this is the secret, right? Like it's not something that you stumble on. This is something you cultivate and create within yourself. So you don't even have to change your offer right now. Could you change the way you think about your offer so, so that you're re-inspired and reinvigorated by the work you do in the world? When we are in that type of energy, it's magnetizing. People like to watch people sell in the right energy. Like think about the people that you watch online that are just selling and they're, it's like mesmerizing when they're doing it because they're so captivated by their own offer. They believe in it so much that they feel compelled to sell. That's number one. Number two, the big idea that I have is feel as if it's done, feel abundant now. And that's the tricky working backwards piece, right? We have to feel as if it's already done while we're taking the action that's going to make it done. And this seems like woo-woo. It seems hard to conceptualize, but truly like this is the secret to collapsing time and magnetizing and empowering and inspiring people to buy what you're selling is that energy of like, it's done. This is happening. I don't need you to say yes. Um, because like everyone, like I think about those people who are, um, in this, in the mall, like in the, in fact, when Wesley and I were in Miami, we just, um, got back a little bit ago, we were walking around this mall called the dolphin mall. And we always go to the dolphin mall when we go to Miami because we just love it. It's this huge mall. Anyway, in the middle, right. There's these little vendors and they sell like the thing that I always think of is this like little yapping dog, right? This little robotic dog that yips like really high pitch. <laughs> and they like kind of 
have this, oh, I don't know, this energy of like, I need you to buy this. Like, do you want this? Like very pushing. It's, it's in it to me, it repels me. Like I, I try to avoid eye contact. I'm walking quickly to the side. Um, I'm trying not to engage with them. I'm trying not to talk to them. I'm trying to be busy. Right. Like, don't look at me. I don't want to buy anything from you. Right. And that is what we do sometimes. And what I see sometimes with coaches, it's like you are in the mall pushing your offer down people's throats. And if this is you, or if you feel called out or you're kind of like, I don't know if this is me. I don't say this with judgment. I'm saying this to shine a light on something that you can, you can change now. When we feel as if it's done, we don't have any neediness, right? We have a lot of love. We know our, um, our product, our service is compelling and exciting. We know people come to us. In fact, that's what I just taught last month in the pro coach program that we ran inside the matrix. It's like when you are, when you are a pro, when you're really good at what you do, you make offers, but you know that people reach out to you and you serve them and trust that they're coming and we don't need to chase clients. Same thing for making it rain. We don't need to chase them. We just need to make powerful offers because we love our offer. We want to get it to the right people. So just because you feel like it's done doesn't mean you don't take action, right? Like this is something I think a lot of spiritual coaches fall into the trap of is like, I feel so good. I feel so aligned, but I'm not doing anything that's actually going to create my, my business or create money. We have to have both. We have to have the spiritual alignment, the feeling, the energetics down, which is like, this has happened. I'm being the person who has this. I don't need anything. I'm at peace. I'm trusting. I'm believing and pair that with a massive masculine action of like making offers, initiating relationships, selling, um, doing all the marketing stuff. So those two ideas combined are really powerful. Number three, detach from time. And this is one of the hardest things I think that I can teach because a lot of people want their monthly revenue to be something that they work towards. And I, and I recommend that I, I choose to create goals for myself, but I think there's also this element of detaching from time and it's like, it'll happen in divine timing no matter what. And it always does. But let's say you're trying to make $20,000 this month or whatever your goal is. I think it's useful for you because goals are a place to work from, right? If you were going to make $20,000 this month, who would you be if you already had it? And then we let go of when it's going to happen. We just know you're being the 20K version of you right now. And that's how we collapse time. It's also how you reduce all the neediness and attachment to the goal. You just know it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Your only responsibility is to become that person in this moment, right? I am the 20K version of me right now, to use the earlier example. That's number three. Let go of the timeline. Even if you set monthly goals, like let go of the neediness for it to happen this month. And that's like kind of the paradox, right? We want it to happen this month, but we don't need it to happen this month. We're planning on it happening this month, but we're going to be okay if it doesn't. And you're going to make it inevitable with your action, with planning, with getting in alignment, but we don't need it to happen. And that's like the biggest paradox that I live in is that I would love if it happened. I'm working towards it happening. I'm treating it like it's inevitable. And at the same time, I'm very detached from time. I don't need it to happen this month. And if you can live there, there's a lot of beauty and grace and exciting things that can happen um, because you don't need it to happen. <laughs> and that's where all the miracles get to come in, into place. Number four, good action is for now and for later. And the metaphor that I think of when I think of this big idea for selling, right? This is how to make it rain. Good action is for now and for later. The marketing that you do today 
will serve your clients in your orbit right now. But if you do it right, it'll also impact the people who aren't ready to buy right now, but maybe they'll be ready to buy in six months or a year. If you want to thrive in business, right, it's not just what you can make today that matters. It's how are you going to secure payments and clients for the future? So it has to be good for now and for later. And I think about a garden. The metaphor that comes to me when I think about this is like a garden, right? If you plant seeds today, you're not going to be able to harvest today. (laughs) That's just how it goes, right? But if you take care of it and you keep planting seeds, right, maybe in February, you, you know, you plant the seed, the orange tree seeds. And then in May, you plant the pineapple seeds. And then I'm just making this up, right? And then in March, you plant the, I don't know, the carrot seeds, right? And you're planting all these different seeds. If you tend to them, they will ripe, be ripe and grow and be ready to be harvested at different times, the secret to business is to know that you're planting seeds for today and for the future. Because when you learn to plant seeds every day, there will come a time in your business. I really want you to hear me when I say this, because I'm seeing this in my own life and in people that I admire and respect and my friends in this industry. Like there comes a day when you get to harvest every single day. And until you've been planting long enough where that comes to fruition, like you have to trust that that's what you're working towards. I remember when I was a new coach thinking about how fun it would be to be where I am right now. Thank goodness I've been planting seeds for literally years. And so many times we want to fast forward this time where we're just planting and not harvesting. But now I feel like I'm in a season of planting and harvesting often and frequently, but I know I've been planting seeds for years. And so you have to ask yourself, are you willing to plant and trust that the harvest season is coming even if you're not harvesting yet. And if you are in a harvest season, don't stop planting or else there will come a season where you're not harvesting, right? And that's kind of look, to me, that breaking down for business is like marketing every day, building relationships, serving, being consistent, showing up, that's planting seeds. Making offers frequently and powerfully is planting seeds. So when I think of making it rain and we're like, just to cover what we've Um, already gone over, you're loving and being obsessed with your offer, you're feeling as if it's done, you're detached from time, and you're taking action that's good for now and good for later, like you're building momentum. And if you keep that up, you your results become inevitable. We're going to keep talking about that. Um, But I want you to consider what your garden (laughs) of your business is looking like right now. Do you love it? Do you tend to it? Are you planting seeds still? Um, if you are in a season of harvest, when's the last time you planted some amazing seeds intended to it? Because what you're reaping right now is a, like your actions from the past. And so what you do now is creating your results for the future. And so it's important they're always living in the duality of planting and harvesting, planting and harvesting. We're doing the work, we're believing, we're grateful for what we have, and we're trusting that more is coming and we're doing the work to make that true. Whew, okay. Plant your seeds. (laughs) That's number four. Number five, I wanted to share hook, story, offer. And what I have in my notes is being marketing savvy and having masculine action and strategy be a focus point. Can you do sales with just energy? Yes. Can you do sales with just the right mindset? Yes. I think if you want a powerful combination so that you feel like things are really in your control, that you are the cause of your business, you become a student of marketing and not just 
marketing principles that you know in your head, but actually like you're applying them and trying them and tweaking them. For one-on-one coaching, this might not be as applicable, but I think even understanding it will help you in your copywriting and in, in your sales process. But especially if you're selling groups or courses, masterclasses, masterminds, things that um, have more of the traditional marketing, like urgency and scarcity, cart close, cart open, things like that. It's so important to become a student of marketing and to understand the strategy behind what works and what doesn't. The The framework that I want to teach you that I learned from Russell Brunson, like I said, I was going to mention him a lot on this podcast episode when I love him too. I'm reading his book for the fifth time right now. Um, is his framework called Hook Story Offer. And this is just a basic principle of marketing that you see everywhere. Hook means they get your attention. That could be in a headline, that could be in an image, that could be in um, a sound or a video, but they get your attention. Great marketers know how to get people's attention. And so for you, this might look like the first sentence in your Instagram post. This might be the email headline that you use for your email list. This might be the episode you name your podcast title, but something to get their attention. That's good marketing. Next is the story. And I would insert content or like the, you know, the meat of what you want to say. This looks like the rest of the Instagram post or the rest of the podcast episode or the body of your email. And the best marketers tell stories. So whether it's a story about you, it's a story about a client, it's maybe a story about the reader of what's possible. This can look like um, value adding. This can look like an actual story. There's lots of ways this looks, but you've probably already identified this pattern in good marketing. They, they hook you, they get your attention, and then they tell you something valuable. They tell you a story that either compels you to take action or think differently or serves you in some way. And then at the end, there's this offer that can look like a call to action, that can look like a link. It can look like, you know, book a call now. And this pattern, hook, story, offer, you see it everywhere. When I look online, in fact, one of my favorite things to do, I'm kind of a nerd, I love ads on YouTube. And my husband watches different things than me and my daughters watch different videos than me. And I love seeing the ads. And this is how... I'm just a marketing nerd because I love this stuff, but I'll watch the ad and see like, what was the hook? What was the story? What was the offer? And sometimes it's subtle. Like if I'm watching like a perfume for perfume commercial, the hook might be um, a seductive image or a mysterious image of a woman or a man. And maybe it's black and white. Maybe it's, you know, mysterious or whatever. And I have to see what happens. And usually it's like two lovers coming together or whatever. Um, and then at the end it shows the brand and that's the offer, right? So it's not like it always has to be a call to action, but the offer was the brand of perfume to use the example from YouTube. But I see this on coaching too, right? Maybe the, you know, you have a coach celebrating something or they're sharing what's interesting in their life or the conversations that they've had and they hook you, they get you into the story and they tell this it can be a long story or a short story, and then they make a call to action. I do this a lot. If you watch my marketing, great marketers do this even better than me, and I love learning from them. I hope you do too, because <laughs> um, one of the other things that Russell Brunson talks about that I love, um, I love what he says. He's like, there's the thing, and then there's the marketing of the thing. And in order to be excellent, in order to make a lot of money, you have to love the marketing thing 
almost more than the thing. And so if you're a coach, it means loving coaching, but do you love marketing coaching just as much as coaching, right? Do you love the marketing piece? And that taught me so much about the importance of one, becoming a student of marketing, of copywriting, of selling, um, and mastering this framework that I just shared with you, hook story offer. We're going to go deep into this in the coaching matrix, not just the actual, um, strategy and framework of hook story offer, but like the energetics of a hook, the energetics of a story, the energetics of an offer and putting it all together. And I have benefited a lot from being a student of marketing. I think it's a really helpful tool. The people who influence other people are marketers. Like if you really think about who creates change in in our country, in the world, it's people who know how to market, how to create change, how to create shifts in thinking, that is marketing. And so I think it's super important to master this. That's my big idea number five. Moving on to number six, I have in my notes, the abundance book, focus on the cause of wealth, not the effect. Um, or yeah, so, uh, oh, sorry, I'm going to read this one more time. Focus on the consciousness or the cause of wealth, not the effect, which is money. So one of the things, the books that I love, it's very it's more of like a spiritual or higher levels of consciousness book. It's not for everyone, but if you're into this kind of work, I recommend you read the abundance book by John Randolph Price. And he talks about something that blew my mind. Most people focus on the effect, which is money and not the cause of the money, which is our consciousness. And what to me this means is like using your thoughts to literally be in the energy of having money before the actual money comes because money is the effect. And he talks a lot about um, wealth consciousness is really seeing your source and whether that's for you, that's God or the universe or source, whatever you want to call it. It flows from that, from your consciousness of your source. And this is like I said, a little different, little higher level way of thinking, but I really, really believe this because when we're tuned into always being taken care of, when we're tuned into the fact, the truth that we live in an abundant universe the fact that you're listening to this podcast, who knows where, who knows when, um, the fact that we have the internet and indoor plumbing and heating and air conditioning and food at the grocery store. Like we live in such abundant times where you are always taken care of that consciousness, that feeling that you have when you're tuned into that fact, that miracle feeling is what attracts and creates the wealth. And this paired with the action is just a really powerful place to be an entrepreneur is like you have the mindset, you have the energetics where you're like conscious of the fact you're blessed, you're taking care of, you're abundant and you desire more and you take the action to create it. It makes you a very powerful entrepreneur. And so to me, this means cultivating gratitude and feeling gratitude for my everyday life and not just like letting that fall by the wayside, but really creating it in my mind and, and feeling it. It's not just about like making this arbitrary list in my journal or on a piece of paper, right? Like it really is summoning the feeling of gratitude. Sometimes I do this to the point of like, almost like happy tears for my life because of how grateful and how blessed I am. And that feeling just creates more of the good stuff, right? You've probably heard lack creates lack, abundance creates more abundance and abundance is a way of being. 
one of the things that I teach my clients is like, does it feel constricting or does it feel really expansive and open? Because to me, feeling abundant is feeling very open. Feeling lack, it feels very constricting. And so you, you can tune into whether you're feeling abundance or lack just based on that. Like, do you feel small and tight or do you feel open and wide? Because that's, that's what's going on, right? When you're feeling abundance, you're open to more, you're, you're receiving more. And actually, that's something that we're going to talk about and Make It Rain is how to receive. A lot of people <laughs> struggle with receiving, which is a feminine energy. So in make inside the Make It Rain program in the Matrix, I'll be teaching the dance of masculine and feminine energy in sales. And it's so important to understand, like, there's a time to push and take action, and there's a time to lean back and trust and allow. And that dance looks different for everyone, but the principle's always the same. We need both. So... Super, super important to understand. Number seven, the last piece I'm going to share on this podcast, which is believe, be, and act as if it's inevitable. And I love this idea of inevitability. And I said these three words very intentionally, believe, be, and act as if it's inevitable. Because think about how magnetizing it is to watch someone who knows they're going to win. Like I think about sports. When people shoot a basketball knowing it's going to go in, it's like, whoa, like it's just so intriguing. But entrepreneurs do this all the time, right? We call our shot and then we make it happen. We create it in our mind and we create it in reality. And if you can do this before the evidence comes, this this is the trick, you become a very powerful entrepreneur. And the people who do this best are winning massively, but they did it before they were winning massively. Like the people who called their shot and believed it was inevitable made that so with their belief and their way of being and their actions, which is available to you right now. And so I want you to think about someone, hopefully you, but like who's believing it's inevitable, who is being someone that is creating this result to be inevitable. Like think about what it would be like if you really believed your next client is inevitably coming this week. It's inevitable that you're going to hit your money goal this year. That feeling unlocked, that certainty that you create, that focus, that persistence, grit, excitement, trust, like all of those things are a byproduct of being the person who knows it's inevitable. The swagger, like the word that came to me is like swagger, right? Like They know they're good. They know it's going to work. They need nothing from their clients. They have everything to give, everything to serve, which is a great way to sell. Um, And so those are my seven big ideas. Love slash be obsessed (laughs) with your offer or offers. Feel as if it's done. Detach from time. Don't need it, right? Take good action for now and for later. We talked about the planting seeds idea. We talked about being marketing savvy, that hook story offer framework I taught you from Russell Brunson. Um, We talked about wealth consciousness, which is like tuning into the cause of money or the cause of wealth, which is different than looking at money, which is the effect of wealth consciousness. Two different things. And I mentioned the abundance book, which I highly recommend you read if you are a spiritual or conscious entrepreneur. And this is called The Conscious Coach. So I'm assuming on some level you're interested in that work. Number seven is believe, be, and act as if it's inevitable. And those are the big ideas that we're going to be talking about in Make It Rain. Inside the Coaching Matrix in March, we're going to be 
talking through the program, make it rain. This was, these are big ideas. I will actually be teaching the framework and tactics and ways to integrate and apply it in the program live. What I love about the coaching matrix is like in pro coach, we met twice a week, every week in February, which is so fun. So live, right? Like live on zoom in March, I'll be, we'll meeting, we'll be meeting once a week, once a week live. And so what I love about this is you get coached live by me. You get a chance to ask me questions, um, and actually like apply this work because I know how easy it is to skip through course material I don't make it very easy for you to not integrate this work. I think there's a huge difference between information and integration. And for me, my life and business changed when I just stopped consuming information and I really started integrating what I knew. And I feel like live coaching and mentorship over a a longer period of time really is the way to integrate And I want to invite you to join us. If you're not inside the coaching matrix, this is the best time to join. Come do make it rain with us. It's going to be an epic four weeks together. Um, I can't think of a better way to actually apply this work than by joining this program. Um, It's my 12 month mentorship program and we are open and ready whenever you are ready to join. Um, I think that this is the best time because make it rain is that combination, that unique combination of money mindset work and sales work, sales tactics, sales strategy, sales energetics, sales mindset. Um, and it's just going to be an amazing time. I would love to have you in there. Go ahead. And if you're interested in joining, or if you just want to read a little bit more, go to www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. 12 months, you guys, it's such an epic offer. Um, all my programs and like every topic I cover every month is designed to help you thrive in your life and business. I really believe in, in the idea of holistic success. I don't want you to just sacrifice everything to have this business. And I don't want you to sacrifice your business in order to, you know, be the mom you want or have the family life that you want or have the personal or spiritual life that you want. I want you to have it all. Truly like me designing the coaching matrix was this coming to life this month. We just happened to be covering make it rain, but we have a lot of cool things that are coming. I would love to have you in there. Um, other than that, I hope these ideas helped you. I hope you make it rain in your business. You are a rainmaker because you're an entrepreneur and that, that is available to you, whether you see it yet, whether you believe it yet or not, you can believe it. Um, I know for me, taking my family off of a limited income and truly creating an unlimited income has changed the game for what's possible, what I get to enjoy, what, how I get to live, what I get to, how I get to think about my life and what became possible for me, my kids and my husband. Like I, this has been a huge blessing seeing myself as a rainmaker, seeing and trusting myself to make it rain with my business has, has changed my belief, has changed like I said, what's possible, how I get to do things in my life. And I want to share that with you um, so that you can be empowered as an entrepreneur. Like I said, I would love to have you inside the coaching matrix and hopefully I will see you soon. If not, I will see you in another episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love my mentorship program, the coaching matrix. We take the work deeper and we integrate it. I'm calling it the year of miracles because it will take your life and your business to the next level. I'd love for you to check it out. www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.